This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. I'm your host, Kaylin Less. In today's episode, you're going to listen to an interview that Jeff Woods had with a couple from our community whose story we shared at last year's goal-setting retreat. Their experience setting goals together has transformed their relationship. Because when they started this journey, their marriage, it was struggling. He worked long hours, but didn't make more money. And as a stay-at-home mom with an online coaching business, she felt unsupported and misunderstood. Both of them, they were trying to move their family forward, but they moved in opposite directions. They knew something had to change. When Mark invited Jenny to join him at the One Thing Goal Setting Retreat in 2019, she was hesitant, but agreed. And we're so glad she did, because what happened that weekend changed their lives. They improved their marriage and finally got on the same page, working together to build an extraordinary life. As you listen to their story, think about how understanding each other's core values unlocked appreciation for what they each bring to their family. Also, be sure to take note of the one goal they prioritized for that first year and what became possible because of it. With that, let's get into this conversation with Mark and Jenny Donahue. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like Breakfast on the Go, lunch snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Hey, y'all, we are so excited to introduce you to a couple that has been living the one thing and attended the retreat last year, and it unleashed something pretty extraordinary in their lives. This is something that we hope you will be able to do with the people that matter most to you, whether it's a significant other, a business partner, or a team. Mark and Jenny Donahue, welcome to the virtual goal-setting retreat. Oh, thanks for having us. Yeah, we're excited to be here. Let's go back in time. What was your marriage like prior to... Discovering the one thing. No, it was, if we're very honest, it was, it was rough. It was falling apart. Actually, Jeff, we didn't have a plan. We were reacting to life and more important, we were growing very, very far apart from each other. And we both knew where we wanted to be going and we were moving forward, but we weren't moving forward together. <laughs> Jenny, what does it feel like to even hear Mark say that? It's a time in our life that I don't, like to reflect on and go back to because it was a time I never ever anticipated us getting to. I had never thought that I would have the thought of this might be easier on my own. And especially after we had kids, I never thought that I would feel that way. And that's the point that I was at when we decided to attend the couple's goal setting retreat, which sounds crazy that I would agree to to a couple's goal setting retreat, but my long-term goals, I did not want 
our marriage to end, but it seemed easier at that time. So. Mark, I know there was a, a pivotal moment for you when you really woke up and said, okay, something needs to change. Take us back to that moment. So I came home from work one day late again. And when I got home that night, after promising her that I was going to be home earlier in the day, um, that had become our norm. And I came home to find a surprise on our counter. And it was a pregnancy test showing that she was pregnant with our second son. And I saw it, was excited. And I went to go celebrate with her and I couldn't find her anywhere in the house. So I searched all around the home. And when I finally did find her, she was laying in our bed. And when I finally got her to speak some words, she said five, six words that changed my life. Mark, we can't afford another baby. And it was at that moment that I knew, Jeff, something had to change. It was a matter that what I was doing at that point was no, was not working. And what I was working really hard to provide for my family, what was actually happening was my long hours were not proving that the results were not showing up. And it was actually costing me the things that were most important to me, which were my family and my future. I appreciate you sharing that. I know it was really shortly after that the one thing entered your world. What did that look like? Well, that was December. And in February, we had our national sales conference for my business. And at that conference, there was the one thing was being presented as part of the agenda. And it was one of those moments where my brain was saying that I shouldn't go to the class, but my heart was telling me that I should. And I was asking myself a bunch of questions in my head. And thankfully, I ended up on the front row listening to you and Jay speaking about the one thing. And grabbed onto just one of the concepts, and that was having a relationship with my goals. Brought that home, and in that year, my business increased 500%. And that was awesome because we were making money again. And what I realized was that when your marriage, when you're suffering financially, it will raise marital issues. When you start making good money, those issues don't magically go away. You still have to work on the relationship. And that's what led us to the goal setting retreat was because we were making good money, things were going well, but we were still really far apart and actually getting worse, even though our money and our results were showing up at work. Jenny, I'm curious, do you consider yourself to be a goal setter prior to going through this experience? So the business that I am there are we set a lot of goals with the clients that we work with and we had set goals in the past, but we did the whole stalker thing. We put them up on the wall and hoped and prayed and did the affirmations around them, but didn't have a plan to actually make them our reality. And so I was a goal setter. I knew how to set a really good goal, but I was not a goal getter. I did not know how to go and make those a reality for myself in a lot of ways. You came to the retreat together. What were you hoping to get out of it? So honestly, for me, I just wanted to be able to like being in the room with him again. Like, I wanted to enjoy being around my husband. Honestly, that was, I, I thought that it was going to be mostly towards business goal setting. I did not anticipate it being around the seven circles of life. And I'm so very grateful that I didn't know that ahead of time almost because I feel like I probably wouldn't have gotten because I don't know if I was ready to have conversations in some of those circles but we needed to have them. So I just wanted to enjoy being around him again. That was my one big goal. What happened as a result of attending the retreat together? I did like being in the same room with him. (laughs) I I was reminded of that. I think it was nice for us to be able to take a break from life and just be he and I together and realize that we did like each other and that there were other areas of life that needed work, but that when we're together, we can accomplish those, those problems and those struggles. And so my goal was accomplished. I, I like this guy. 
And for me, it was, um, I wanted to start to see us moving back together. I wanted to see us on the same page, working together as a team, pulling in the same direction. And we were able to walk out of that with a better way to communicate and change the way that we communicate to each other, the way that we talk to our kids, the way we discipline our kids, the way we handle our finances. I mean, it's really impacted every circle on the graph. And what I found is that I actually can be more efficient at work so I can invest more time at home with my wife and kids. I know that the core value exercise was something that brought a lot of value to both of you and your relationship. Walk us through what happened there. (laughs) (laughs) So the way that you set it up was really helpful for me because I wanted so badly to have certain things be my core values. And I needed permission to know that it was okay if those things I wanted to be were my actual core values. And so as you're going through the cards, there's certain words that come up and you're like, oh, I should be this. And you just know deep down you're not. And the way that you guys set up that whole activity allowed me to say, that's okay that I'm not. These are the ones that I am. And so it was a good activity for me just personally to appreciate the gifts and talents that I do have and the things that make me me and realize how that can help me love those around around me a lot better. So for me personally, it was good. But then for us relationally, it it was game changing. Game changing. I mean, the way that we literally approach any struggle we're having now, even just as far as getting the kids ready for school in the morning, is a result of this core values activity. Mm -hmm. I want to dive a little deeper there because there's there, there's something you said. Um, all of us feel this need, like we should value something. Yet if we really ask the honest question, is this one of my core values? Like top three. Sometimes we feel guilt. What was one of the things that you thought should be a core value of yours that didn't really make it into the top three? So for me, I thought that love should be one of my core values. I, mm. As a mother, as a wife, I just thought love should be one of my core values. And though, and every time I read it, I thought, oh, I should keep this. And it just didn't resonate with me. And um, the one that actually ended up being my number one core value, which I laugh about, is efficiency. I thought, what a lame core value. Like being efficient, woo, like... That's that's the person her, you want to aim to Her words were literally, who wants to be married to efficiency? <laughs> right? That was what she said. And, <laughs> and his response to me was, the way that our home runs is because you're efficient. And that's how you love us. You being efficient, you making our lives easy, is, your lo- is you loving us. And that was like a, oh, I can be me. That <laughs> is a good thing. And that's exactly what I pulled from the core value exercise was that your core values are what make you valuable. So the two that I wrestled with, number one was family. I thought for sure family would be one of my core values. It's really not. And number two was growth. And I thought the more that I was growing, the more value I was adding to everybody around me. And what I really found was that where I get to bring a lot of value to people is I, my core value number one is fun. Hands down, without a doubt, it's how do we have fun in this situation? And what was interesting, Jeff, was the dynamics between the two of us is because I think really big picture and how do we have a lot of fun and enjoy the process? She thinks, how do we get there? What's the next step to make us get there as quickly as possible? And on the flip side of that coin, because she gets so focused on how to be efficient, she forgets to have fun. 
So in our <laughs> marriage, these two core values, they literally just kind of dovetail together. So we have this really strong team that works together. And when we let go of the expectations of what we thought should be what our core values are, and we just embrace what they really are, it allowed us to just be ourselves. And I think that when you can just be yourself, that you're authentic and people are naturally attracted to that. You have more energy, you have more excitement, you have more fun, and you're more efficient in the things that you go and you do. And I want to I want to share something here because you said you thought family should be one of your top core values and it wasn't. That doesn't mean that you don't value family. Of course. It just might mean that for you, by prioritizing fun, that might be one of the ways that you show up and bring value to the family. So to have that honest conversation with how are we wired? What really are the things that we value most? And how does that domino by knocking that one thing down? How does that make everything else easier or unnecessary? Jenny, by you being efficient, you are able to demonstrate your love. Mark, by being fun, you are able to create experiences for the family. I'm curious, without this clarity on Jenny, for you, number one's efficiency. Mark, for you, it's fun. Without clarity on what it was for each other, how did that create tension? (laughs) Oh, we were constantly working against each other because to me, I view fun as a waste of time. (laughs) you're not getting this done in a timely manner. It doesn't make sense what you're doing. Like these shenanigans. Okay, great. Everyone's laughing, but nothing's being accomplished. And 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 I think (laughs) when we're being extremely efficient, what's the point if you're not enjoying it? So why would we do things that we know are not fun just because we got them done quickly? That was absolutely not attractive to me. So it caused so many rifts in our marriage when actually we understood these things, it was the key, Jeff. It really was that one thing that allowed us to unlock those conversations at a high level. And in the midst of a fight now, and I, I should say an argument, when we're when we're having a heated discussion, we both can stop and we do this quite often. And I go, hmm, you're being efficient and I'm trying to be fun. And she goes, I, yep, same thing. And we both just take a deep breath and we go, okay, so how do we figure it out together? You not only, Jenny, figured out that you actually like being in the same room with Mark again, you not only discovered your core values, what happened as a result of this new clarity and alignment? I feel like it allows both of us to show up for each other, for our families, at our, our, our jobs so much better. And, it, and there's peace in our home again, which was non-existent prior to coming for, I would say, a solid two years. So it's, it's brought back that, that ah, feeling like comfortable in your own skin again feeling. Mark, how would you answer that? I would very similar to what she said. I think when you're, I believe that the best way we can show up for anything in life is to first start internal and then to start in our, in our relationships, like our, our significant other, and then for our kids and then for work. And just like on the 411, where we have the personal side and the professional side, when the personal side is messed up, it absolutely affects the way we show up at work. And so imagine being at work 10, 12 hours a day and coming home and not having that place to retreat to and refresh and recharge. That's where we were. And now we have this place where I come home more often on time and 
I, I feel extremely loved because she's done all the things that make our house run so fantastic. And then we both just get to sit and relax. You know, we plan for the future and we, we just enjoy being around each other again. And we're not always wondering why is this underlying tension here? It's not that we don't value family. What we understand, it's the process of going small, what Gary talks about in the book. So what I have understood now is that when I go and I have more fun in my day, and that can be as simple as dancing to a song, when I go and have fun, it allows me to show up different in other areas of my life. So when I'm having fun in a day, I show up different in my conversations with with my wife. And when we're solid, then it shows up different in my family. My, My relationship with my boys is better because dad has more energy that he brings to the t- to the house. And I love my family differently. It's, you're exactly right. It's not that I don't value family. It's the way that I value my family is I go and have fun throughout the day, still getting stuff done. I share gratitude. That was my number two. And I share love in my number three. When all three of those things show up in my day, Jeff, again, it's just, it's a different level of mark that shows up for her that shows up at home. As you gear up for your goal setting retreat this year, what are the things that you're thinking about and what do you want to achieve? So I think honestly, for me this year, looking back at last year, last year was so much about laying the foundation for me and I to just remember we did like each other, that we could work together towards a common goal. And now we have the permission to actually set one-year goals and five-year goals and 10-year goals. Last year, I honestly could not imagine, you know, where will we be in 25 years? I couldn't do that big picture with him because I didn't know if I wanted to be with him tomorrow. So now that we've earned that right, this year I'm looking forward to setting those big one, five, 10 and on goals. And I'm we get to use our core values to really go after them this next year. Yeah, this is really about dumping rocket fuel on what we have already built from last year because the foundation is there and it's solid. And I think I think that's a really good point, Mark, because um, people, when they do their first retreat, there's a lot of question marks about what the heck am I getting myself into? And you build a foundation. And when you start to make this a ritual where every year you come back together and you set those goals, it builds and it builds and it builds. And over time, you actually create something truly extraordinary. So the thing that I respect about the two of you is that you showed up last year, that you narrowed the focus. You didn't say like, oh, we have to go do all these things. Like the one thing was, can we enjoy being with each other? Can we earn the right to cast the vision? You knock that domino down. And I appreciate that you're on the journey together. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having us. And thank you for again reintroducing this to us and making it very bite-sizable so we can actually take it and apply it. What's one thing you would tell people to consider as they prepare to discover what their core values are? There's all the things you could do. Focus on that 20%. What's the one thing that you can walk away from to put into your marriage today, or your relationships, or your goals today, so you can unlock massive success? Just be fully open and honest with who you are. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no, and be okay with that. I would also say remove judgment. Just let it be what it is. You will find your true self. And when you have your true self, you can be everything that you want to become. Well, Mark and Jenny, thank you so much for for being on this journey with us and sharing your message with everybody. Pleasure. Have a great one. There you have it. Our conversation with Mark and Jenny Donahue. The thing that inspires me about Mark and Jenny 
is that that first year they set goals together, they really just wanted to like hanging out with each other again. They wanted to be on the same page and they wanted to stay on the same page. It was the one thing that would make everything else possible for them as a family. Also, I love that when Jenny was honest about her core value being efficiency, it reframed her perception of what she brings to her marriage and role as a mom. Because when we first acknowledge our core values and then share them with people that matter to us, we unlock potential for how we show up in our relationships. If you'd like to discover your core values, there are two ways you can do it. So the first is by joining us for this year's One Thing Goal Setting Retreat on November 13th and 14th. You can join us virtually from the comfort of your living room, or we have a select number of VIP tickets available for those that want to join us in person in Austin, Texas. Early bird pricing expires soon, and you should get your ticket today at theonething.com. That's with the number one in the URL slash set my goals. And here's the thing. If you want a free virtual ticket to attend, visit that same page and become an annual member. That way you'll get free access to attend the virtual retreat so you can set your goals while also having a year of membership where we can support you in achieving the goals you set. The second way to discover your core values is to buy a One Thing Core Values deck. It's a simple tool we created so that you can explore and identify your core values, clarify your purpose, and gain direction for your life. Get yours at theonething.com slash core values. If this episode has brought value to you, who's someone you know or care about that would benefit from listening to it? Would you share it with them? And if you're that person, welcome to the One Thing Podcast. Click the subscribe button so that all future episodes will be automatically downloaded to your device. And for all of you, please consider leaving us a rating or review on your podcast player of choice as it helps us reach far more people. Thanks so much for listening to the One Thing Podcast. We look forward to being with you in the next episode.